Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right. This is a uh, an emergency podcast. Emergency I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast. We are the uh, patent holders of the emergency podcast despite uh what some other podcasts people might be saying um if ever there's been a time for an emergency podcast this is it um yep i'm sorry to wake you up out of a a sleep g moody i know it's late on the east coast i'm actually in new york otherwise i'd be down at the police station bailing charles oakley out of jail what happened they fucking arrested charles oakley uh, happened? He was at the Garden in the first quarter of the Knicks-Clippers game. And, and, and Porzingis was at the line, and then the camera just kind of swayed to, to, to see, like, an incident. You know, Oakley 6'9", and he got into, like, a, a, a shoving match and a pushing match with security. They're saying that he, he was trying to go at Dolan, not to fuck him up, probably to talk greasy. Yeah. Or maybe even just, to, you know, to holler at him. Who the fuck knows? I don't know. Right. If I was in New York, I, I, I'd be at the, the police station right now bailing him out with my own money. And, and the security hemmed him up, grabbed him up. He didn't really resist security too much. They brought him to the corner, you know, like by, by, by you know, where the players come in and go, come out onto the court. <coughs> the crowd could see it because it's Charles Oakley. He's, he's a big guy. And it's right there down by courtside. The crowd started chanting, Oakley, Oakley, Oakley. Yeah. Then they arrested Charles Oakley, and, and, and he's in custody. And, and, and then Mike Brien, who's a Knicks fan, he knows. He said, yo, Charles Oakley is a beloved player in New York. That's why the fans always loved him. And, 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 and they fucking arrested Charles Oakley, man. They fucking Damn. arrested Oak, man. The crowd went fucking crazy. <laughs> 
Oh, and, and, please. And, 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 and you know what, G? Yo. His frustration is what all Nick fans have been feeling since 1999. The chaos, the disappointment, the heartbreak, the confusion. We have Knicks fans getting into fights and arguments with other Knicks fans. We have the, uh, the New York Post writers getting into beefs with the Daily News writers. We have, we have mm. like a civil war amongst Knicks fans. And, and, and you know what? It shouldn't be that way. This is how frustrating it is. It's a shit show. It's a fucking shit show. It's a fucking shit show. And it culminated with Charles Oakley being a... Charles Oakley, listen, is... He's not even a top 50, top 100 player, but he exemplified what it meant to be a New York athlete. Charles Oakley will always be beloved by New York fans because he exemplified that hard work, that grit, that never say die, that never give up, that, 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 that what New Yorkers are at their core. Forget the gentrified Manhattan. Forget fucking <laughs> the hipster Williamburg. I'm talking about the majority of New Yorkers. Forget Fifth Avenue and Park Avenue. I'm talking about the five boroughs as, as a whole. I'm talking about the working class people in Staten Island, Long Island, the Bronx, the, yeah. even outside of the city in Jersey. He exemplified that. And, 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 and you, know, you know, I don't know what the fallout was between him and Dolan. You know, Oakley has talked a lot of shit. You know, Oakley doesn't hold back. Oakley is already, he showed tonight he's ready to fuck some shit up. You could read his mind. He said, get your fucking hands off me. Yeah, he's ready. He's ready to fuck shit up, and, yeah. and, and his frustration, whatever it was, if he had maybe a couple of glasses of wine, is what we all feel. We all want to go to Dolan and be like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. So What's they the fucking deal? locked up Oak, man. <laughs> they, fucking, they fucking locked him up. They're probably going to have Charles Oakley in the fucking tombs. The tombs yeah, is, going- is, is the jail cell in, in, in lower Manhattan where they bring everybody. Yeah, you you go to the local precinct, and then they bring you downtown. Free Charles Oakley. <laughs> and, and, and all this shit about Carmelo this and Dolan this and Phil Jackson this. And I, and I was thinking, you know what, G, I'm going to keep it 500. Because I, I, I like Carmelo. I know his wife. I like him as a player. I've always liked him. But he's not the, he's not the answer for the Knicks. He's been under siege with the Knicks. Yeah. And, and, and it's not necessarily his fault. And then these people are trying to say, oh, oh, Phil Jackson, he's not this, he's not that. And, and I was thinking about this with Phil Jackson, Moody. Go ahead. Phil Jackson knows more about basketball than almost any living person. Phil Jackson has played with, played with, played against, battled in the trenches with every single Top 50 player in the NBA history. Phil Jackson was playing against Lou Alcindor. Phil Jackson was playing against Wilt Chamberlain, Elgin Baylor, Jerry West, the original big three. Before Kareem was Kareem, Phil Jackson was playing against Lou when he was with the Milwaukee Bucks. Yes. Rick Barry, Elgin Baylor, Dave Bing. He played against all of them. He played at, at the Garden. The Boston Garden when it was a fucking zoo. 
And then forget about the people he coached. Billy Cunningham, all these fucking John Havlicek. He was in there playing against. Yo, he was in there. You talk about playing hard. On the New York Knicks, Dr. Dick Barnett was the first player he ever met when he came. Do you know who Dick Barnett is? Dick Barnett is one of the most underrated, underappreciated basketball players ever. He will bust your ass <laughs> in, any, in any era. In right. any era. Sam Jones and them dudes. Yeah. Jerry Lucas, all these dudes. These are dudes that he traded sweat against. Forget the guys he coached. He traded sweat against all these dudes. Earl Monroe. Yo, when, when Phil Jackson thinks a player isn't working hard, you know what his standard is? Willis Reed. Willis Reed was a fucking goon. You talk about hard work. That, that Willis Reed's career was made off of hard work, determination. Phil Jackson is the owner, the sole proprietor of the photographs that he shot before Game 7 of the 1970 championship. He's never released them. He saw the three-inch needle that Willis Reed, Willis Reed took into his thigh to go out there and play in game seven. When you talk about playing hard, you talk about determination, you talk about work ethic, these fucking guys during that era, they, you, they, they had jobs during the offseason. The NBA, could, you couldn't make a living playing in the NBA. So when Phil Jackson, just the guys he played against, when he talk about if a guy plays hard, his, his standards are on another level. This is true. He played against Lou Alcindor and Oscar fucking Robertson. Now, we've talked our shit about Oscar Robertson. He played against these dudes. They were playing life and death. This is how they, yo, Willis Reed was playing for life and death. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so when these guys are talking, oh, Phil doesn't know this. Forget the nine fucking, the, 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 the championships, the 11 championships. Forget, forget all of that. I'm just talking about what he knows, the, 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 the level of basketball players that he's been around. So if he doesn't think Carmelo is the answer... Carmelo's not the fucking answer. Phil Jackson knows. Phil Jackson knows more about basketball than you. He played against Wes Unseld, Bill Walton and these fucking guys, Lenny Wilkins. Forget who he coached, Kobe and Shaq and Michael fucking Jordan. <clears throat> and if he sees something, now I'm not saying he's handled it right with the tweets against Carmelo. I think it's right. bullshit. I think it's yeah. total bullshit. Yeah, just come right out, man. And just, just trade just, him. Yeah, just come right out. Cause, uh, but if I, he's shit. feeling something, you know, this is the second guy, George Carl. And I, I don't agree with what he did in his book, shitting on Kenyon Martin, shitting yeah. on other players publicly you know, and all this personal shit. But if, 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 if George Carl, Phil Jackson, these are basketball minds. These are guys that the, 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 the basketball is, is just... It's their lie. It's just their fucking. It's in their blood. Not that it's not in Carmelo and the players, but but experience. Think about experience and relationships. If they if they're saying Carmelo Anthony is not that dude, you have to believe it. And and the right. proof is in the fucking pudding. The best that he's done is take that Denver Nuggets team to the Western Conference Finals. I know the coaching situation has been fucked up in New York. It's been fucked up, and he said five coaches, five different systems, five different ways, shoot-arounds and practices are ran. It's, it's bullshit. But at the end of the day, that je ne sais quoi, that, that charisma, that it factor on the court 
as a winner, as a champion, the only time Carmelo exuded it was at Syracuse, and he should have been at the, in the NBA. He should have went straight from high school to the NBA. It's a fucking shit show in New York, man. They arrested Charles Oakley. People are <laughs> shitting on Phil Jackson. People are shitting on uh, Carmelo. People, are, There's a civil war. You're either on Team Carmelo or Team Phil Jackson. And fucking James Dolan, the owner of the Knicks, the son of a billionaire, has a blues band. <laughs> James Dolan has a fucking blues band. Yeah. He's got a lot of problems. It, 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 I'm over it. I'm fucking done. I don't know what, what more to do. It's an embarrassment. New York City is the mecca of basketball. Yes, motherfucker. New York City is still and always will be the mecca of basketball. Before Some the people NBA, would disagree with that. Some people. I'll would... fucking tell you and then I want to let you hear because I, I think I just busted a blood vessel with that, with that rant. <clears throat> Before the NBA was a thing. The NCAA was big business. Where did the big NCAA tournaments take place? At Old Madison Square Garden. Yes. In the 60s, the NBA was dominated by the Lakers and even more so by Boston. The only people that cared about the NBA were Boston Celtics fans and Laker fans. There were eight fucking teams and then there was 12 teams. The Knicks put the NBA on the map to turn it into an entertainment league. All right, when the Knicks started winning, it became must-see ticket in New York City. If you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. That's a fucking fact. That's when the celebrities came out. The celebrities weren't even coming out to see the Los Angeles Lakers. In the 60s, 69, 70, that team, when they had the, the, the team that exuded, that exemplified New York, Dave DeBusher, Dick Barnett, Earl the Pearl Monroe came in 73, Walt Clyde Frazier. Bill Bradley, Cassie Russell, and so on and so on and so on. It exemplified New York, and they started winning. They were coached by a fucking New York City Jew, Red Holzman. It exemplified everything, the fabric, the core of New York City. That's when Bill Cosby, Barbara Streisand, and all of them. I talk about this when the guard was eating. And when that team won, the NBA basketball players became stars like they had never become before. All right, and, and, and on top of that, just the players that we've put out, the list, you know, you know who they are. Fucking Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Bernard King, Bob Cousy, New York, and the fabric of New York, the architectural fabric of New York is built around basketball courts. New York City will always be the mecca of basketball. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Okay. Please tell me why you disagree with me, Mr. Moody. That's the, I mean, nobody cares about that shit now, man. I mean, they haven't, <laughs> this team... This team and and this franchise are not relevant. No matter what you say, you can go back to the old days and and sing to the fucking cows come home. But nobody cares about the New York Knicks. It ain't. It's about Cleveland. It's about Golden State, Chicago to an extent. Yeah, you know New York. That's the old days, man. You you yo. Nobody gives a fuck about all that Willis Reed shit. <laughs> Only you. <laughs> no, it's not only me. I'm talking about the, f- the, the the texture of basketball. Why do you think dudes come to New York and they want to show their ass? Why do you think dudes come to New York, they want to get 55, they want to get 61? Everybody wants to show their ass. They want to kick ass at the Garden because it's the world's most famous arena. 
That's why. That's never going to change. That's historical. It is the world's most famous arena. That's why motherfuckers come in there and they want to get hype. And that's why the New York City will always be the mecca of basketball, regardless of the fact that the Knicks are a fucking shit show. The Knicks are a fucking shit show, G. I hate to fucking admit it. I don't know. And I don't know what the fucking answer is, man. I don't know what the fucking answer. They got Jeff fucking Hornacek, and it has to do with the culture. The Oakleys aren't around. Marv Albert. I love Mike Breen. He's my fucking man. I love Mike Breen. He's been on the podcast. Couldn't be a classier, nicer guy. I love him as an announcer. But they got rid of Marv Albert because he criticized the Knicks. They got rid of Charles Oakley because he criticized the Knicks. Right. This is why we're fucked, man. We don't have that culture. It, 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 it's, it sounds crazy. Like, well, what is Marv Albert and Charles Oakley going to do now? I'm saying it, it, just, it, just, it just all has to do with the, the history, man, of, of, of this team. And, 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 like, the culture. This is the New York Knicks. This is their 70th season as a franchise. And we, we were in it. Fucking, they arrested Charles Oakley tonight? This is an emergency. <laughs> I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. If there's ever been a need or a call for an emergency podcast, this is it. Charles Oakley is in the tombs right now. G. Moody. Yeah. Please remind the people of your night in the tombs in like 91, 92. Please tell everybody that story. Oh, man, I can't remember that story, man. Oh, that was a bad, bad memory. I know, but please, 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 just so I could breathe, please, please no, share that no. with the people. You've talked about it before. That's when, uh, you, I'll, I'll do the, the, the short version. G. Moody had got, uh, this is in the 20s, you, you, you got arrested for... Um, Hopping the turnstile in New York. You didn't have your ID. They brought you at your ass to the tombs. You're in there. Yeah. I don't know where I was, why you didn't call me. I'd have came, gotcha. <laughs> I, I, I'm like calling G for like three days. Three days later, he, I, he was like, yo, I was locked up. So I was like, what the fuck happened? He tells me the story. I was like, shit, what was that like? He said, I was in there. Dudes was trying to wild out. They were, they were wilding. I said, what happened? He said, well, the first dude, you know, I'm in there eating my bologna. I could feel his energy. This is you telling the story to me. I'm telling the story right now. The dude was like kind of circling. He's fucking with everybody. You said you were, you, were, you were on your Sean Penn in the movie Bad Boy shit. Yep. They gave you your sloppy bologna. <laughs> right? That, yeah, with the thick ass cheese. And this is when the, the, the quote that lives in infamy said, the guy said to you, and he called you Duke. He said, because Duke, we say Duke now, but at the time, Duke was like, man, in New York City, especially in Brooklyn, Duke was like, what's up? It was, what up, son? What up, Duke? It it was just like, kind of like saying, what up, man? What up, dude? So he said, yo, Duke. Yeah. (laughs) You, he said to you, while G. Moody was eating his bologna, trying to do his Sean Penn shit to intimidate the guy, you said, he said to you, hey, yo, Duke, you get hyped? That's what that he is, said to G. Moody. And you had what, never heard that term. I've never heard it since. Yep. And Thank you me. said, I don't get hype, but I don't like No, you said, what did you say? Give, give your quote. It's a fantastic quote. I said, I get hype, but I don't like hurting black people. <laughs> there it is right there. I get hype, but I don't like hurting black people. <laughs> and, and, and there's a calmness about G. Moody. If you never met him, you, you could tell right here. He, G. Moody has been dealing with me. Since 1982, he's never been rattled by me. There's a certain calmness that the Moody's have. Dean Moody, his brother has it. Baba <laughs> Moody, she has it. Yes. His sister, Kimberly Moody, she has it. They have a certain calmness. 
Otherwise, I don't think we, 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 you, you, you probably would have fucking kicked me to the curb a long time ago. He doesn't get rattled by much. And the guy could probably, like, your calmness probably freaked him out. And then he went to go fuck with somebody else. But that's where the term, you get hype, came from when yep. G. Moody got arrested in, what was that, 91, 92? 91. 80, 91. No, 80-something, no, I don't know. 89. No, no, eighty. I was already in L.A. It was, it was, it was, it was already in L.A. Oh, okay, yeah, ninety-one. I, I don't know what to say. I'm sorry to wake you up out of your sleep, G. I hear you, man. You sound real. You sound real salty, man. You sound like. But I'm telling you, man. Don't. Nobody gives a fuck about them Knicks, man. Only you and a couple of other motherfuckers. That, no, no, you're you. not understanding. That's like saying you don't give a fuck about history, man. Yo, yo, you got. You, you, you see what Oakley did tonight? That he listen when Richard Jefferson. I talked about this a couple of podcasts ago. When Richard Jefferson, fucking guy, can't grow facial hair for the Cleveland Cavaliers, and they're up by twenty points, is giving hard fouls to the Knicks, and nobody bats an eye at Richard Jefferson. Nobody says, "Yo, watch that shit." Nobody does anything. This is why Charles Oakley shows up at the Garden. This is why he, he wants to step to Dolan and be like, "Do something." Side note, the day Charles Oakley was traded to the New York Knicks, me and G. Moody were walking east to west on 77th Street to catch the 6th train. 77th and Lexington is, is Lenox Hill Hospital. From yep. across the street, it was, it was, it was like a, 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 a late spring, early summer day. We saw, just like everybody at the Garden, because he's 6'9", he's a true blue goon. Charles Oakley is a true Blue goon. The day he got traded to the New York Knicks, we seen him across the sheet. This is before Twitter. This is before like you get everything instantly on the phone. This is, there's no there's no two way pages anything. Seen Oak. We said, Yo, Oak, what yep. up? Yo, what are you doing in New York? And he said, Yo, I just got traded here. I'm going yeah. to get my physical right now. That's a fact. Yes, yes, that's true. Charles Oakley told me. I'm going to try to get the video footage. He verified, I asked him straight up, during the players' lockout of 98-99, did you smack fire out of Charles Barkley? I asked him that question. I was doing something for Complex Magazine. I asked him, did you smack fire out of Charles Barkley? That was a a rumor. He said, yes, I did. And I said, what did he do? He said, he didn't do shit. My man Chris Mills told me the story. I made him tell me that story probably every time I see him because it's so crazy. Charles Oakley's a true goon. Free Charles Oakley. Yes, free. If I was in New York right now, I'd be down there with his bail right now. I bet you a Knicks fan bails him out tonight. Shit, man. He was in there. He fucking barroomed brawl courtside at the Knicks tonight. That's what the fuck I'm talking about. Flip the fucking tables over. Attica, motherfucker. Attica. (laughs) <laughs> that was the most heart and passion anybody that had to do with anything with the Knicks has shown since two, since 1999. See, I am Rapport Stereo Podcast, emergency episode, the patenters of the emergency podcast. G Moody, you got anything else to add? I got nothing, man. Your, your passion, man. You, you, you woke me up. I hear you, man. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I got nothing. All right, I'll go back to sleep. Listen, stay close to the phone, man. We might need to fucking go down there. You got some cash on you? You got to go get Oak, man. 
Don't call me. He's down me. there. He's fucked up. They probably got him like locked up. He got a suit on. Don't call me, man. <laughs> Peace. Yo, I am so excited for NBA All-Star Weekend, and it's not what you think. The I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is coming live to the Big Easy for NBA All-Star Weekend. Me and G. Moody will be performing at the iconic Joy Theater in New Orleans Saturday, February 18th at 5.30, with doors opening at 4.30. Tickets are available at www.imrappaporttour.com or www.joytheater.com. You know what we do when we do live shows. You've heard them. If you're in New Orleans for the NBA All-Star Weekend, or if you're just chilling down in New Orleans, and you're fans of the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast, come see us live at the Joy Theater, Saturday, February 18th at 5.30 p.m. Doors open at 4.30. Go to www.iamrapporttour.com. The I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast is sponsored by Casper Mattress, an obsessively engineered mattress at a shockingly fair price. You could try a Casper mattress for 100 nights risk-free in your home. If you do not love it, they will pick it up and refund you everything. With over 20,000 reviews online and an average of 4.8 stars, Casper is quickly becoming the Internet's most popular mattress. They have sheets. They have pillows. They even have doggy beds. Go to Casper.com. Save $50 towards any mattress purchased by visiting www.casper.com forward slash Rappaport. Use the promo code Rappaport. Try a Casper mattress 100 nights risk-free in your home. If you don't love it, they will pick it up and refund you everything. Go to www.casper.com forward slash Rappaport.